Welcome to the Big Ideas Show. Today I have the brand new Plan with Care team. We have Nathan Harris and Chris Gage. Welcome along. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so today we are talking about um, the kind of really new and unique business idea that you guys came up with after an 8am trip to the pub, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. That's yep. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> I think that we need to tease the people to stay tuned. We'll be talking about it after these titles. You're listening to The Big Idea Show. Featured supporter, GoMonkey is the free web app to help inspire and signpost parents and grandparents to discover great things to see and do with their kids in the southeast. We're excited to work with them to create a sense of opportunity and collaboration in every community by thinking local on a global scale. Chris, Nathan, thank you for joining me today. Pleasure. We have squeezed in to the Big Idea Show today, haven't we? You've both been on the show separately. And I thought, um, seeing as you now have collaboratively got an idea, got a new business, it'd be great to kind of hear a little bit about how that all came together. How's that sound? Sounds, Sounds good. good, yeah. Okay. I, I like this. We're going to answers in unison the whole time. Always. Yeah, we will. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to start us off um, with a bit of fun with the quick fire questions. Get to know, uh, the viewers can get to know you guys a little bit better before we hear about your idea that started at 8am in the pub. Uh, Right, favourite colour? Blue. Yeah, blue. (laughs) As you're both wearing matching. (laughs) Matching. I know, Nathan, you tried to cover it up with a jacket, but... But it's a sort of a blue jacket as well. You're you're matching. No, I'm going to have to go pink. I have a lot of conversations with my daughter about um, gender, colours and stuff, so yeah, I'm I'm saying pink. Okay, this is good. Uh, Okay, three core values, and this is going to be, let's say, of the business. Okay, nice. Let's see if you can team it up. Yeah? Can you answer these ones in unison? Let's give it a whirl. Ooh, tricky. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, I'm, up top is making a difference and improving yep. people's quality of life. Great. That's very much the heart of what, what we're about. Okay. Uh, unsurprisingly ethical, um, what we're doing is um, p- with vulnerable people, we want to make sure everybody feels really safe with what we're doing. Great. And then third one's creativity that we're looking to do things in a different way, mm-hmm. we're exceeding what people thought was possible, and to, to do that, that, there needs to be a bit of surprise, something new, but ultimately it needs to, to deliver something that's really valuable for people. Great. I think it's a really good teaser for people for what coming, is coming up next. But uh, next question, inspiration from your industry. You both come from separate industry. Mm-hmm. Who is it that inspires you in your industry? So um, I'm from the care industry, and... One of the people that really inspires me um, is a woman called Andrea Sutcliffe, and she is the um, let me get the title right the adult social care director um, for CQC. And the reason she inspires me is because she's got this incredibly important title, mm-hmm. this incredibly important job that that has massive impact on literally millions of people in this country, and she is absolutely passionate about being authentic, talking naturally about what she's doing. She talks about her weekend. She talks about her mum all the mm. time. She's introduced what's called the mum test in social care. And it's basically, is it good enough for my mum? Oh, nice. And if it's not, then doesn't it make ain't, the cup. doesn't make the cup. Nice. Cool. OK. And Nathan? Uh, I think probably Richard Thaler. Uh, he's a behavioural economist. Mm-hmm. Um, just love his books and get him to... 
really understand why people think about um, make decisions about money and finance mm. uh, and some of the surprising ways that people actually why they they come to those decisions yeah, yeah. interesting okay great okay what would your um, sorry what is the best way to get your message across <laughs> um Keeping Nathan out of the picture as <laughs> much as possible. Maybe, yeah. I just shout. So, okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, no, seriously, I, mean, I, I think having an honest, genuine conversation yeah. ultimately yeah. Is, is what it comes down to. Yeah. And so much of what we do is about relationships. And yeah, uh, yeah I think it's the best way to do it. Yeah, that. definitely. Okay, great. Uh, Favourite project you've personally created? I think... Uh, Something we've we've done with our, our new companies, Plan with Care, is created a, a report called uh, Planning of the Future Report, uh, and it's it's been an evolution uh, over time. It's at the core of what we do is a sort of initial assessment mm-hmm. of summer, um, and I found that's been really re- rewarding because actually as we've progressed and got the feedback on it, um, we found what uh, one of the clients we did it with their daughter um, said basically I, I'd never read anything on the phone. Uh, and she spent 20 odd minutes reading uh, our report on her iPhone um, because she just she found it it, it connected to what a lot of the things that she thought about her Mm -hmm. mum we sort of found out in the sessions that we'd been there and constructive help so I I found that really exciting yeah ultimately it's all about kind of making a difference isn't it with whatever the project is um, that it connects with people so that must be really great okay Uh, what would your message in a bottle be? You get a bottle each. Go on, I'll be nice. Oh, wow. Message in a bottle. Can we just have one bottle? Okay, have one bottle. <laughs> you can share the bottle. Make the uh, bottle. Uh, <laughs> I think challenge expectations. Yeah. I think we're, people have preconceived ideas about people um, in, uh, in their elder years needing care and support, mm-hmm. and they think that's... This, this is all that can happen and what we think is actually with a bit of creativity a bit of planning um there's so much more that can happen yeah. for those people and nice. increase their, their quality of life yeah cool okay uh what's the biggest challenge in kind of ideas and making things happen apart from managing him yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was coming <laughs> And yeah, it's an, it's an interesting one. I think I think it's often understanding other people's mm-hmm. position. That's yeah. always always the challenge. You always sit in your own mm. perception, don't you? Yeah. And, um, actually, getting into in to be able to see things from other people's perspective. Mm. That's that's the the big challenge. I think it's kind of one of the nice things um, about us working together is that we've come from quite different sectors and yeah. um so we we do have quite different perspectives on things but mm-hmm. obviously also we can talk out and go and talk to our customers and yeah. find out from them as well um and that is an ongoing mm. process so kind of like nathan says getting getting the feedback that this is in the spots really yeah. pleasing but it's been it's been a very long iterative um yeah. cycle and we've we've working with some great people who've been in the industry a long time as well mm. so in a way we've we've all been talking to the customer for a decade or so to get to this point but yeah that's the that's the biggest challenge i think okay yeah. great and a final quick fire question how do you spark ideas and action 
I bring post-it notes. Yeah, in. that's my that's my that's my core approach. Nice. Chris has basically uh, stolen his daughter Annie's um, uh, pencil box, and it's just got loads of post-it notes, and we, yeah. we all get a, a little pile of post-it notes, and we're allowed to write down uh, what we think when we put them up. I often have mine taken down and written properly so something that's actually legible but it's uh and then we take a big photo of it yeah. and uh that, that helps us sort of look at the process and, and make it evolve it over time nice some other time i'll give you a chat about the 50 years of research that's gone into the creative problem solving process okay. that yeah. we use but nice okay good stuff right that is our quick fire questions done now we, we've teased them long enough haven't we about what was the idea then that you came up with um, at 8am in the pub and where is it now? Because you've come on talking about, we talked about your TED talk, didn't we? Mm-hmm. But about vision and finding your vision and kind of, and particularly around what you do. Um, and then we talked about, didn't we, about kind of changing the relationship with financial kind of like care, like education for young people, wasn't yeah. it? Um, so how the hell... Did you guys end up working together? Go on, tell us the story. So I think uh, we met about 10 years ago when yep. um, Chris, being a DFL, uh, was, was being his social butterfly and meeting new people. So we met through a friend of a, uh, a mutual friend. and um, Just about managed to get on. Yeah. I I don't think, yeah, Chris didn't think very much of me when he first met me, but, you know, it's consistent. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, though, that ten, flash forward ten years, did yeah. you ever imagine you'd be, kind of, have created what you have and working together? No. no, 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 no. <laughs> and I think if we met um, a few years earlier, we probably wouldn't even have talked to each other, finally, because we kind of came from such different yeah. backgrounds. I was all doing kind of social justice yeah. work and... Um, Nathan was learning finance. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, coming from very different sides. and uh, But over, over time, you know, shared love of rugby, uh, pretty much all sports. Um, has meant, uh, yeah, over time, playing squash together and things like that. Um, despite Chris having a really dodgy um, shoulder, which keeps on popping out, he still smashes me at squash <laughs> all the time. I was going to ask who wins. Yeah. It's always me. Um, Unless I run you into a wall. <laughs> yeah, that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> Quote right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, How to make we're... a successful business. Make sure one of you runs each other into the wall. When I'm you too, too scared of his wife to hurt him. <laughs> okay, um, sorry, I digress. We do digress, don't we? But over, over the years, we've kind of leaned into each other's worlds mm. quite a lot and had, yeah. had a number of conversations about, about the challenges and frustrations in, mm-hmm. in both of our sectors and... Um, as you kind of know from your chat with Nathan about the work with younger people there, mm. one of the things I hadn't realised is how um, fundamental the right kind of advice can be in people's life chances and mm. their opportunities. And, um, and that is particularly true for people that are getting towards the end of their lives and, and kind of in living in later life. And so we kind of kept leaning into these these conversations over the over the years and I think you might have picked up one or two things from yeah, me as well. <laughs> I, did, I, mean, I always found the work Chris did very interesting yeah. but I think the the way I could really relate to it was when my my grandmother went into care uh, she, and she's suffering with dementia and I had I, I struggled 
to how how do I relate to her? Mm. And it, I found it upsetting. She sort of she didn't know who I was, and she didn't know who my wife was. And Chris gave me some really simple tips about how to how I could. It wasn't about me feeling better than me in in that sort mm. of um, visit. It was about making my grandma be happy. She doesn't need to know who I was necessarily, yeah. but over time things. So if she was in a, uh, having a good day it all pieced together and being able to do things like hold my wife's hand means that she put together that we were together etc okay. etc so it's suddenly having those chats and realising um, all the things you you know all the things you don't know about uh, people and uh, mm. people who are going to care and certainly seeing my mum and aunt struggle with um, the decisions involved with putting somebody uh, into care and and actually the challenges of getting the right help, etc. And I think this yeah. this was kind of the heart of our of the conversation that we were having mm-hmm. was that people we know that people can live really well um, with dementia or other conditions, mm-hmm. and it is all about what is put around them, what their environments like, what the emotional supports mm-hmm. like, what um, what the financial situation is for them that. If the conditions are right, then there's loads of research that we know that people can flourish living with dementia. Mm. It doesn't have to be suffering with dementia. Yeah. Um, and, um, and that was the kind of problem, in a sense, that we, that we came to both yeah. be trying to solve, is how to, how to get all this place, all, all of this, all these different pieces in place for mm-hmm. people. Because yeah. I think one of the things is you need to get the finance sorted but there's no point having the finance sorted if you don't know what you should be spending the money on. And the two sort of go hand in hand. But finance is very emotive mm-hmm. and there are always stories about people um, getting bad advice and, and there's um, relatives who are looking after that individual will always be hesitant to get advice. So we thought, what's the, what's the least impact but yeah. the most useful way we can build a sort of a matrix of the, all these different inputs mm-hmm. that need to be thought of so we can empower somebody to go actually now I've got a good understanding of what is possible and what isn't possible mm-hmm. and how I can make a plan going forward yeah yeah so so that's really what plan with care mm-hmm. is doing yeah. is giving people the the understanding and the expertise across all the different key areas mm-hmm. so that they can then put in place yeah. what they need in order to to support themselves or the, the their loved one mm. to live their life to yeah. the full. So yeah. we're looking at emotional well-being, we're looking at environmental well-being, mm-hmm. physical well-being, as well as the legal and administrative, making sure that's in place, and the financial, yeah. so that you've got that really strong platform yeah. to work from. And then we're layering the, all the creative ideas on top of that, things mm-hmm. that people haven't thought of necessarily that yeah. aren't in the, in the normal day to day mm-hmm. um, and then people can just go and do that yeah. for themselves they can implement it or they can work with us over time um, to help with that and we're really easy yeah. either way yeah um, yeah, yeah. nice I, I love how yeah it's it's you've both got your specialties and it's where they complement at the point where they intersect that you're able to create something really unique right because 
each of you on your own, it's like, you know, what's the saying about um, the sum is greater than the parts, yeah. right? Because you find the smallest bit. And has it, it must have been quite um, exciting, like you said about the report earlier, being able to go to people very specifically and say, this is exactly it. Everyone says about finding their niche, don't they? But mm. how was it for both of you? Obviously, kind of, either, both of you know everything else that's going on, every, you know, the whole other body of what you do. Mm-hmm. But having to... It was very specific, wasn't it? Was it easy to kind of let the other things go that aren't necessarily relevant to this, or was it hard to not pull in all the other knowledge that you have? I, I think one of the really important things is the, one of the first things we did, uh, Chris said, I know lots about the care industry, but we need to bring in an expert at the mm. start. Um, and we, we got a care consultant to, to help us build this process. Uh, and uh, Elise, who came to to work with us on this project, allowed us to. She, she had so much knowledge, so much experience in it that we were able to put our parts in, and she was able to give us a really good base okay. uh, to build it off. Yeah. Um, her expertise is working with individuals, mm-hmm. which is the real strength of it. because yes. mine is much more organisational within the in the, within the care sector. And so, mm-hmm. so for for me, it's always been straightforward because it's just what's going to be of most service to that individual and their yeah. and their family or whoever's kind of got responsibility for mm-hmm. for their well-being and everything's just fed into that yeah nice okay that's really cool um so what how did you combine like we talked about the core values earlier mm. didn't we how did this kind of merging of two different points of view coming from different points mm-hmm. um was that clear cut, or how did you decide, and how did your develop you, you, like kind of how it all came about? Because that's the bit I'm really interested in is how these worlds overlap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How did the core values come about as a result of the unique way that it came together, or I guess the very organic way that it came together, but unique to both of you and, and the situation? I think when we were starting to put it together and, and look at how it could work, um, we we first thought, why aren't people getting advice? Mm. Um, certainly, from a financial point of view, there's some somewhere in the region around seventy five thousand people going to care, self funded care mm. a year, and only something like eight percent of, of the population get advice. Um, and I can understand why they don't get advice. Uh, it can be very expensive, um, and you may feel that you're being pushed into investments mm. when it might be better to stay in cash for that person. Um, so that's one of our first challenges, and we were able to. Um, be able to solve that problem a little bit we think by by putting just a, a basic cash flow financial plan so not offering any recommendations just mm. just giving an overview of a, of a, um, their situation and recommending that they go and get um, further financial advice if they if that's what they want to do yeah. so that, that challenge uh, we, we could meet and it's just then having those conversations with people um, about what, why, how they approach putting someone in care, and I think one of the things that we, we that I learned a lot from just sitting in these meetings is they'd be like, "Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna use this bit of technology or this idea here," and I'd be like, "What's that then?" Um, and I, 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 I came from the same um, preconception, and most people have is if you go into care home, your options are limited, mm. um, and then I've realised actually. There's huge amounts of things that can be done. You just need to have that structuring and mm-hmm. have a bit of creativity around the ideas. Yeah. 
and the and hopefully the necessary finance to fund those ideas. Mm. But when you're spending fifty thousand on a care home, which some people obviously have to, spending an extra few thousand to improve the quality of life, potentially dramatically, mm-hmm. and it seems a, a, quite a sensible approach. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So going to the values, kind of Nathan's openness to to creativity has mm. kind of been a been a key thing. I, um, you know, not many people in his his sector would necessarily put that kind of near the top of mm. of of their list of kind of yeah. personal values and um it's one of the things such a pain to work with is <laughs> keeps going off into into different spaces but it means ideas, that yeah. but it means that, that that's kind of what's happened in a way we've kind of thrown ideas at each other mm-hmm. within a shared value space yeah. where we're where we're both trying to make a difference where we're we want to improve things for people um that's kind of that's been the grounding for our conversation and then all these different ideas were spat out mm-hmm. um and it kind of just so happened that the, the one that that kind of came out and stuck um was was this one at, at eight o'clock in the morning um i was watching the rugby in new zealand yeah. um and you know it might have been the one on the squash court um the yeah. month before or, yeah. you know mate maybe it had taken longer um and i think that's that's kind of one of the yeah one of the interesting things about about how this has developed is it's that we've just been leaning into each other mm. with a with a shared value base yeah that's and, nice and it's emerged yeah nice how you say as well a shared a space of shared values in which you can both throw ideas in knowing that a lot of them won't stick but when the right one does and I guess because you've got that friendship as well you've got that time to let things sit in and just talk more casually mm, right? Yeah. so ideas don't necessarily have and to be forced I can, yeah I remember the straight after the game Chris going actually I think you, you've got something there I, I think feel we should sit down and invest some time in, into um, exploring how mm. we could solve some of these problems about why people aren't getting advice and from that the, the whole um, system was born nice so we've heard your story today your where what's next where is plan for care going so hopefully everywhere yeah. <laughs> so yeah we, we're um in a place now where the process is is set up mm-hmm. um we've had really successful pilots mm-hmm. the um so we've got a small small number of clients that are now working w- with us ongoing basis um some that we've done some initial work with and they've been really delighted with and now they're off going and implementing for themselves and it's really about um growing what we're doing getting out to more people having Mm. more impact over over the next um little while and then from that i think we're going to start looking at how we can make more of a systematic Mm -hmm. difference as well and um it will always keep doing the work with the individuals. Yeah. But it's also how can we how can we shift how things work? Definitely, yeah. Always going back to like you said, those core values of how can we make a difference yeah. within this space and this is one expression of it, right? But exactly. who yeah. knows how many more there could be to make a difference, make an impact. So awesome. Great stuff. So how can people find out about you guys what you're up to mm. they want more information um so the website mm-hmm. uk, and we're on twitter at plan with care brilliant guys it's been wonderful hearing from you um 
I look forward to hearing kind of what comes next. Get you on set fully, and then it comes to this. So who knows? Next time, maybe we'll have a we'll have a whole both of our families people. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole, who knows what we could have created? So thank you Fantastic. very much. Thanks, Bye. A big thanks for listening to the Big Ideas Show. And if you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, comment, and review. Featured supporter. GoMonkey is the free web app to help inspire and signpost parents and grandparents to discover great things to see and do with their kids in the southeast. We're excited to work with them to create a sense of opportunity and collaboration in every community by thinking local on a global scale.